Dr. Skin at Buff City Soap with two locations to serve you in the upstate. Artwell Village Shopping Center in Clemson and the shops at Green Ridge in Greenville. Hey, Boost Mobile here to help you start from scratch. Boost is giving you the chance to win incredible prizes in our latest scratch-off sweepstakes, including up to $5,000 cash with over 7,600 prizes up for grabs. This is an opportunity you don't want to miss. For your chance to win, just head to your local participating Boost Mobile store and ask for a scratcher. It's that easy. So visit a Boost Mobile store today and get after it. Ends 33124 while supplies last. No purchase necessary. Other restrictions apply. Visit your local Boost Mobile store for details. Carolina and all the ships at sea. How are you today, producer Ramona? Are the are the uh, ships at sea? Are they here <laughs> in the parking lot? They are for the uh, <laughs> for the three hundred thirty fourth time. We're supposed to see uh, Clemson and South Carolina baseball tonight, but th- th- I would think at this point you would have to be an extreme optimist to think that that <laughs> that, that is uh, that is likely to happen. I, you know, I feel sorry for poor Quack. First of all. You know, drive safely. You know, rain yes, is no be real careful. right. Like rain is no joke. People think there are a lot of people who think you can drive the same speed in rain that you do normally, and you basically can't. You certainly can't do it in the right lane because that's where water gathers, and then you're sure to wind up hydroplaning and worse. But you know, let me tell you something. I was telling John Height this. You know, there are some lessons learned in life that you never forget. Like when I was a kid, one time I was flying. I was in the left lane. It was pouring. It was in the left. I was I was bulletproof. I was in the left lane of the highway. Yeah. It, it was it was pouring, and there was an eighteen wheeler in the uh, in the right lane. And just as I got up to it, it spit back a a mountain, a cascade of water, and it caused me to immediately hydroplane. And I started spinning in circles on the interstate. Spinning in circles, and oh, there was that not a thing I could horrible. do. But, right, with other vehicles on the uh, on the uh, on the interstate as well. I was uh, I was lucky as can be. A lesson I've never forgotten. Yeah. I don't go wow. anywhere near those things on the highway in the rain anymore. And I'm I'm really reluctant to want to go past anybody in in the rain. Uh, I'm uh, 
Amy, a very patient driver in in rain. <laughs> but but I uh, I'll yeah. tell you something. I saw a worse thing. You know, I used to go out uh, out west on these trips a lot, and and I would go through the state of Tennessee. One year, I, I, was, I was headed out through Tennessee. It's pouring. I mean, it's friggin' pouring. And I get to the stretch, Ramona, and all I see are flashing lights for as far as the eyes can see. And I think, well, it can't be black ice. It's not cold enough. And and then I realized, no, no, it's rain. The whole for miles, vehicles were down embankments and. And everything of because rain. of the rain. Wow. And vehicles were stopped all over the interstate. I didn't want to do that. I mean, it was terrible. I mean, it was it was raining so hard. It was terrible. And so vehicles were stopping all over the interstate, you know, and just because they didn't think they could drive. But the way I thought about that is, man, if you just stop, you're guaranteed somebody's going to plow into you with all these vehicles down the embankments. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like a sitting duck. So uh, you should. You know, ne- uh, I don't think you should ever stop. No, because I, I, you I don't. Mean, you're not really sure. No, I was driving about, like 20 miles an hour. It, know, it was that bad. It was that. It was that awful. But yeah, I mean, it was just uh, uh, terrible. Now this isn't like that, but you know, just still be careful out there. You know, it's uh, uh, wherever you have to get to. Uh, you know, just get there a little more slowly and make sure that you're uh, able to get anywhere come tomorrow. And the next day, it's more important. So, just a little word of uh, experienced caution uh, in regarding rain. Rain is not rain is not a dry surface. Don't think that it is, and don't act like it is. Don't drive like it is. Um, so, there's a little uh, PSA for the day. But uh, our our boy uh, William Quackenbush from Ronan's having to drive to Columbia <laughs> only to get there. And you know, I heard Ben and Quack <laughs> joking about this before. And, and Ben wanted to put up a poll saying, you know, when will Quack get the news? And w- one of the options was when he was pulling into the parking lot. Probably right. That's, I would think because he can't be late. There's right. no late option. Right. So he has to make sure he's But there. can you imagine having to drive all the way down there in this terrible weather? Just drive safely, Quack. It'll yeah. it, it'll keep. I mean, they're not playing baseball. Come on. I mean, I look, I, I'll say this. I'm not in Columbia. Now, when I looked up the weather for Columbia, it said light rain. It didn't. Now, I don't know what that means exactly, you know, but maybe it's not like we're experiencing. Maybe it's something less than that. I, I, I don't know. That's the part I can't be sure of. Uh, I'm pretty sure of this. If the game was being played here, I don't see how you would play. Uh, you know, obviously there's great uh, drainage here, but you know, when it rains this hard over the course of an entire day, I, I don't see how you're playing baseball. I, I, I don't. I, I think it's dangerous to the players. It's not good for the fans. I mean, I, I look. I get how much this series means. It's the biggest rivalry in baseball, and everyone wants to play it, and people are excited about it. I get all that, but at what cost? I mean, at, at some point, you know, common sense needs to uh, to trump uh, the desire to play at all costs. I, I just, I don't see how you're playing baseball tonight. And I know that the weather said that, you know, at 9 o'clock it might, it might, uh, oh, it might no, let up. It might let up a little <laughs> bit. Oh, why not midnight? All right? Why not midnight? You know, maybe it'll let up by midnight. I can play at midnight. <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't. I mean, I, I would, I would have thought that this would have been called by now, and that Quack could turn around and come back. You know, but, uh, but apparently, uh, apparently not. It's, uh, it has not been called as yet. I don't see anything on it as yet. I don't. I mean, like I said. At this point, it seems to me you must have a really optimistic outlook to think that this game is going to be played tonight. 
I, especially in any sort of timely manner. I, I don't know. And I realize the the logistical nightmare it's going to be to try and, uh, y- you know, um, what you do beyond this in terms of carrying out this series. But look, maybe that's just the way it was meant to be this year. Maybe that's just the way it was meant to be. We'll see what happens uh, tomorrow and Sunday. And I guess still tonight because it has not been canceled as uh, as yet. Um, but if it's anything, if it's down, if down there is anything like it is up here right now, I just don't see how you're playing. It's confusing to me. I don't. I. I, I good luck. I, it just doesn't seem doesn't seem uh, likely. And again, I know the importance of the rivalry. You know, and and we'll still talk a little bit about it in advance of whatever happens. You know. I, I don't know, I guess late night tonight or tomorrow. I mean, the notion that this game could start at t- on time is really unlikely to me. I mean, if, if there's, you know, here's the problem. When I looked at the South Carolina, when I looked at the uh, Columbia weather, this is what I saw. And, I, and maybe it's changed. I looked at it earlier, maybe it's changed. Around 9 o'clock, the chances of rain reduced to like 43% or something. Tonight? Yeah, at like 9 o'clock. But, <laughs> but at like 10 o'clock, it was back to 60. So, I mean, unless you want to be at this thing all night in terrible weather. Uh, now, I just saw John Height give a touchdown signal. I'm not sure what that means. Did he get, is there, I, I, or some signal back there? I don't know what that I don't know what that meant. Let me just check the Clemson baseball Twitter feed again. Uh, no, I don't see anything. It still says game day in Columbia, Clemson baseball. Let's go Tigers. That was three hours ago. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I can't see it. Uh, but in terms of the rest of this series or, you know, tonight and the rest of this series, we were scheduled to get Barlow and Jones. Um, you know, if that happens, um, you know, I think it's a game that, that Billy Barlow is going to have to pitch well in uh, if he wants to retain that spot at the top of the rotation on weekends. Um, I, I don't think that um, I don't think he can have a poor performance in this contest and. Uh, continue as the Friday starter. I think that that change would be made after this game um, if he does not uh, come up with a good outing. Um, you know, you would think, at least at this stage, it would almost seem like advantage Jones of South Carolina over Barla. Uh, you know, maybe... But, you know, Billy is, is more capable than he's shown thus far but I think control has been an issue, um, and control is more than just you know walks. It's it's command of the strike zone. It's putting the ball where you want to put it, where you need to put it. And I just don't think he's done that as yet. Um, from a South Carolina standpoint, Dylan Brewer has been amazing. Uh, I know people don't want to hear that, but he has. Uh, Brewer's hitting five nineteen. Um, he has a ton of walks. He gets on base. He causes problems. Um, uh, Lee Croy has a 346 average. He's drawn 11 walks. He scored 17 runs. 
Petrie has uh, is hitting 357 with three home runs. South Carolina has Messina has three home runs as well. I think South Carolina has three guys with three home runs, maybe two. I, I don't know. Uh, they have four guys with 10 RBIs. Um, but what they've really been good at so far is they draw walks. They get on base. And collegiately, that's a winning formula. You know, that's – and and that looks out like how they're going to play all year. They've been very selective at the plate. They've drawn 86 walks. That figure leads the nation by a lot. I, I think they're – I think they're up like 11 or 12 over the team in second place. 86 walks. That that's insane. What are they? 8 and what are they? 8 and 1? I mean, that's 10 walks a game. I mean, that's just stupid stuff right there. I mean, if you let them draw 10 walks, you can forget about being them. I mean, that's that's an insane number. They're 8 and 1, right? I think they're 8 and 1. But, you know, and that, so nine games and 86 walks, virtually, virtually 10 walks a game. Obviously, you can't have that. They're very selective. You've got to throw strikes against them. Control this weekend, hitting your spots is going to be vital if Clemson wants to win this series. You cannot give these guys free passes uh, and uh, because they're, they're good on the bases and they score runs. And yeah, look, everybody, every eight-year-old knows you can't, every every four-year-old knows you can't, just can't walk guys and survive. Well, this is how they win right now. It's not that, you know, they have power, although we haven't seen a great deal of it from the Gamecocks yet, but they win by getting on base and drawing walks. So if we do play tonight, and it is Billy Barlow, he's going to have to be sharp with his control, and so is every other Clemson pitcher that takes the hill this weekend against the Gamecocks because, again, that's how they're winning. They're, they're winning. If you want to take one single thing as to why the Gamecocks are 8-1 to this point of the year, it's because they they get on base by drawing walks. And Brewers hitting 519 or whatever he's hitting. 519 last night, last I knew. And he, I, think he's, I think he's 14 of 27 on, on the year. And, uh, and, oh, by the way, he's not struck out yet either. 27 at bats has not struck out yet. Uh, but that, the biggest key uh, when playing this baseball team, again, is just going to go right to that walks. It's, 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 it's not to give them free passes. you got to cut that number at in half. You know, it can't be 10. Five, maybe. But you've got to keep them, you've got to keep them off the bases and uh, and not uh, and not let them do what they've done all year. Uh, Walter Tuli Road Rage, quick break. You want to get in on any of this? You're welcome to. Uh, we're tracking it, but there's no update as of uh, as of now, and it is uh, 3:20, and that means William Quackenbush is <laughs> how far? How far? How far? Uh, he left about 2:15. Uh, oh, so he should be there, right? No, no, not yet. No, he should not be there yet. No. Especially in this weather. Just drive safely there, William. Quick break. The cold weather is here, and Harrison's is the place to load up on layers. From lightweight, long-sleeve t-shirts to heavy-duty, Sherpa-lined coats, and everything in between. Harrison's is the home of work, western, and wow! But nobody does work like we do. FR, high-vis, work boots, and safety shoes of all types. Plus a huge selection of workwear for men and women. 
Harrison's has what you need to work safe and work warm all winter long. Come see us in Spartanburg and Malden or get free shipping from harrisonsusa.com. No one wants it to happen to them, but unfortunately, chances are good that at some point it'll happen to you. Roof troubles. It's one of the most important parts of your biggest investment. So when you need repairs or a new installation, you need someone who you can trust to get the job done right. You need Joe Robertson and Son Roofing. As a family owned and operated roofing company for nearly six decades, Joe Robertson and Son have built a reputation for quality craftsmanship. It's why thousands of upstate home and business owners have chosen them for their roofing needs. Beyond providing quality work they're proud to stand by, Joe Robertson and Son Roofing also takes a client first approach to their job. That means quality roofing, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. Put it all together and it's easy to see why they're the upstate's premier roofing provider. You can't cut corners when it comes to roof repairs and installations, so go with the trusted name in the upstate. Go with Joe Robertson & Son Roofing. Get started today by visiting them online at robertsonroofing.net. Concerned about a potential gas leak at home? No worries. Fort Hill Natural Gas, your safety-focused energy provider has you covered. Natural Gas, renowned for its safety and reliability ensures your household comfort while it's colorless and odorless we've added a distinctive rotten egg scent for instant leak detection if you ever smell a gas odor act fast and call the fort hill natural gas office immediately for more safety tips visit fhnga.com the bojangles back at bojangles a crispy fish fillet dusted with bo's famous seasoning with the same bold flavor as their chicken and fries hook one while you can Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. Are you a victim of the timeshare trap and think there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original timeshare cancellation expert. And I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. We've helped over 30,000 families out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. If your timeshare agreement goes on forever, if you were told timeshares are a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, you have questions, we have the answers. At Wesley Financial Group, we're dedicated to helping timeshare owners get out of their financial nightmare. All you need to do is give my office a call. I will send you a timeshare exit information kit absolutely free, explaining how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Call now for your free timeshare exit information kit. 800-335-2299. That's 800-335-2299. 800-335-2299. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. It's hoop season here at The Roar, and we've got you covered all day long. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Sometimes I feel I am getting kind of low. Thoughts I am thinking are the reason So I try to remember without talking to myself Things that I've said or maybe things that I've felt about you Walked up to the road rage with a little uh, classic guitar army 
Texas said, uh, KG from HT says, glad you're safe, Walt. Been there before myself. <laughs> right. Right. Rain can be rain can be very dangerous. So don't take it. Don't take it for granted. Te Nate says the question at this point should be whether they're playing tomorrow, not today. I sort of agree with that. Uh, Texas says uh, rain is dangerous when it gets in your uh, Wi-Fi lines. Chance of uh, Wi-Fi electrocution. Who knew that? Is that right? Uh, I don't know. That sounds um, like something I wouldn't even know. So I don't know. Uh, Texter, George Tech Will says, Walt, would you like me to send you an interview recently with Paul Johnson? I really feel bad for him the way that idiot Jeff Collins treated him. I love uh, Coach Paul Johnson. Love your show. Uh, Will, I've, I've heard uh, most of that interview. Uh, Paul Johnson, Ramona, just let Jeff Collins have it. I mean, is that right? And, and good for him. Good for him. I mean, he sat there and listened to Collins's BS when Collins took over, and and you know, and all the ridiculous things that Jeff Collins said and did. You know, he 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 downplayed what you know. Look, I already knew Collins was a loser. Okay, I already knew Collins was a loser. But it's like Paul Johnson said: the the real indicator that that what a loser of a human being you are is when the first thing you do. And when you come into a new job is you criticize the person who was there before. There's zero reason for it. There's zero, absolutely zero reason for it. Tom Herman did it with Charlie Strong at Texas. I already knew Tom Herman was a loser. I never would have made that hire. But I knew as soon as I heard Herman bad-mouthing Strong and about what a, how, how terrible Strong was and how great he was going to be, I knew for sure that Tom Herman was a loser. Same thing with Jeff Collins. I mean, wh what this clown actually said is, is uh, you know, not only are we going to basically play modern offense, but, uh, but uh, we're going to be dramatically better on defense from day Day one than Georgia Tech was under Paul Johnson. They were factually worse every single year. Every single year. Not only could the guy not coach offense, he couldn't coach defense either, which was his alleged claim to fame. And and uh, and Paul Johnson was asked about it, and he, he took no prisoners. He he just he just blasted him, and with good reason. You know, he had never said anything about it prior. He had to endure all that nonsense. And, you know, Jeff Collins, if you think about the worst college football coach, I was thinking about this the other day. And, you know, and a lot of these guys we we nailed. Like, I knew Collins was an absolute clown show. I knew Tom Herman was an absolute clown show. If you think about, like, the last 20 years of college football, even say, like, the last 10, even the last 10, who are the worst 20 coaches in college football in the last 10 years? I think Tom Herman's one of them. I think Jeff Collins is one of them. Who else? Who are some of the other losers? Uh, what about Jimbo Fisher? Is Jimbo Fisher one of those guys? Is he one of the worst 20 coaches in college football the last decade? I sort of think he is. I think he's had all sorts of opportunity and couldn't cash in on any of that. Now, he doesn't care because he's a you know, a gazillion millionaire. So he, he doesn't, he doesn't care. Uh, but, you know, I was, I was just randomly thinking about that. Texas must champ. You might have to buy that, huh? 
Tessa said, uh, whose face did Paul Johnson want to punch years ago? I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> Probably Jeff Collins. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it is funny because Paul Johnson talked about all the other coaches in the league would talk to him about what a loser Collins was. Remember Rona when he's playing Clemson and he had Georgia Tech players lifting free weights on the sideline? Oh, that, that's right. That was him. I mean, that's, yeah. like, that's like the dumbest that. thing. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And, and what'd they lose by? Like a million? Apparently lifting the free weights tired them out. Dex says Willie Taggart won. Yeah. Dex says Jeff Scott, unfortunately. You know, I, I, I get I get why you say that. I just think he uh I think he walked into a mess. I I do. Uh I think sometimes you have to consider the uh the circumstance and the situation. But I but I get it. I get it. Um I'm buying some of these other names. Dex just said every Miami coach before Cristobal. Yes. And by the way, Ramona, we had them too. Remember? Al Golden. We warned him. We warned him every which way not to hire Al Golden. But yeah, you know, that didn't work out. Manny Diaz didn't work out. Mark Rick, we knew that wouldn't work out. We warned him about Mark Rick. Uh yeah, these are all these are all really good names on a Friday. The the losers from the last decade. The worst who are the worst coaches in college football for the last decade? So far, Ramona, we we actually hit all of those. All these yeah. names that people have said are the worst, we hit them all. Tom Herman, Jeff Collins, um, you know, all, all these all these guys, all the Miami coaches, we hated all of them. Manny Diaz, Manny Diaz like the funniest ever, Ramona. I, I mean, we've seen some, you know, we've seen some funny crap in college football, like when uh, when Bobby Petrino went to Arkansas and was calling the hogs. Remember? As, I mean, you, yeah. you talk about most. Was he the one that wanted the woman to take that hat off? Yeah, yeah. Most okay. You talk about most disingenuous uh, jags ever. Bobby Petrino is one of those guys. I, I mean, he goes to Arkansas and he's calling the hogs. Yeah, and he, he made some female reporter who had a 30-year hat, a 30-year baseball cap from her alma mater, Florida. She He made her take the cap off. I mean, meanwhile, he's the biggest phony on earth. He's up there calling the hogs like he has any dedication to Arkansas. You know, we learned about his dedication to the Arkansas in the back of a motorcycle. Yeah, and every time they refer to him, they show that picture. <laughs> I swear. Yeah, yeah, he that's, got hired the last time he got hired. That's that's his, They showed that yeah, picture. That's his lifetime photo like now. 10 years right, or that's something. his lifetime photo now. He can never he can never outrun that. No matter where he goes, he never that, live that down. Right. That photo is always going to be his photo. It's probably on his license. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably that's probably that's, that's, driver's that's probably the picture on his driver's license. Yeah. Oh, Dexter says, does McElwain fit into this? Yes, yes. Let's put McElwain in it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Texas says uh, Petrino was uh, calling the calling hogs and wild women. That's a fact. Uh, Dexter nine four zero told me that Nate Wiggins just ran a four two nine forty. Woo, 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 four two nine. Welcome to the top ten. Welcome to the top ten, Nate. Because four two nine is going to put him there. He's a 
he's a hyper competitive guy. Um, you know, so it, I guess we just learned who the actual fastest player on Clemson's football team is, was anyway. Um, Alan from Belton says, uh, I think Jimbo Fisher should be number one. He's, he's got to be on the list, right? I mean, I, I know that Jameis carried him to a national title, but then he single-handedly destroyed Florida State's program, uh, turned their offensive line into the worst Power 5 offensive line in America, and then ran like a thief in the middle of the night to AM, where he uh, basically had every five-star player known to mankind, and he couldn't win anything. I mean, couldn't even finish ranked. Uh, yeah, and and then got dismissed. You know, yeah. I, I think I think Jimbo has to be on there. Tester said uh, Kevin Sumlin and Butch Jones. Well, Sumlin was better than than uh, Jimbo, right? I mean, he has that allergy problem. Is you know, that, is that Looper's friend? Yeah, it's Looper's friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ke- you know, Kevin still has that allergy problem. You know, recently he had a little. Uh, DWI problem allegedly, um, and uh, but not related to the allergies. Butch Jones uh, has to be on the list, right? Butch Butch has to be on the list. That's a good that's a good call, Texter. Uh, Butch Jones is a uh, is a is a good call. Has to be a good call. Um, Georgia Tech Will says Collins is the worst by far. Uh, now Mac Brown now Mac Brown will learn. Uh, Collins. I mean, Collins has to be a candidate for one of the worst coaches in college football history, right? I mean, he took over a winning program, and he immediately drove it right into the ground. I mean, I mean right straight into the ground. Uh, remember I said, Marona, when he took that job, I said, this is just going to lead eventually to them building a bigger statue of Paul Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Texas said Scott Frost. Scott Frost. Who? Scott Frost, the uh, the, the uh, former Central Florida coach who failed completely at Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. And Smaltz again had Willie Taggart. Uh, yeah, you can't can't really argue can't really argue about that. Can't really argue about that. Uh, I got somebody. I got somebody who says, "Oh, this is the same guy. It's always the same guy." I, 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 I'm not even going to read your, your, your. This is just hysterical. Funny how quiet you've been about Wemby and the Spurs. I've not been quiet at all. He's a loser. I mean, they've won 11 games, right? 12 games. Is that it? Tell me about the losing stats you want. Every great player who's ever played in this game immediately made their team better. <laughs> they've actually gotten much worse with him. Much worse. They were actually better last year because, you know, they'll put up his block shots, but they don't tell you that, well, he's great. He's got as many block shots as these teams do. Great. He's also the worst defensive player in the NBA. He can't guard his grandmother, <laughs> which is why they give up 120-something points a game and why they're actually factually worse than last year. Okay, so am I still ignoring it, Texter? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um. Texas City Wall, everyone talking about Williams, May, and Penix Jr. How come Bo Nix is getting no love? Chicago would do themselves a favor by taking him. Uh, you know, I mean, Nix is on a seven-year plan. I don't I don't think he's impressed to the degree that he needs to yet, but there's plenty of time. I mean, he'll have a pro day, and we'll see what he looks like. You know, a lot of these other quarterbacks are just not participating. How about this? Caleb Williams is not participating in the medicals. That's the first time that's ever happened. You know, there, there is. So they could just do that? And well, that's something they, that 
the teams really want to know? I mean, that's a huge deal, isn't it? It is a huge deal. Now, the individual teams will also perform their own medicals, and so maybe this is the first guy who said, "No, this is just redundant. I'm not going to I'm not going to take place take part in this. I, I don't know. I do think teams are starting to wonder whether Caleb has a little bit of an attitude for a number of different reasons. Uh, but, you know, there's another part of this, by the way, that that somebody should mention. And that's that, you know, these medical tests at the Combine have found a lot of major issues in players that didn't know their lives were in danger. For example, these medical tests have found blood clots in players that they, they did not know they had blood clots. Wow. And and so, you know, there are a lot of reasons. It's a benefit to taking right. all the tests. Right. The, there, there are wow. a lot of reasons other than just benefit to the team that the medical tests uh, should be a part of. Um, Texas said, uh, William says more red flags than a hurricane wall. He does. Um, he does. And, you know, even his answer about, did you hear the answer about it that he gave to, uh, would you be interested in playing in Atlanta? Or would you, would, you, would you like to play in Atlanta if the Falcons drafted you? And his answer was, uh, his answer was, you know, not laughing, not smiling, none of that. Well, he said, yeah. Um, basically, like, well, they could draft me if they move up. That was like his answer. His answer wasn't, you know, sure, I'd love to play there or, or any of that stuff. It was, it, it, it's just the kind of answer that you, you wonder a little bit about. There, there, he thinks very highly of right, himself. very highly of himself. There, there are a few, <laughs> there are a few red flags in that regard with Caleb Williams, and in the shame of it is, from a talent standpoint, he, you know, there's almost like a little Ryan Leaf attitude. Uh, from a talent standpoint, I mean, I think he's far and away the best talent in the draft. I, I don't even think it's close. Uh, I think he's the guy. He's the guy. Um, you know, you've got to you've got to iron some of this other stuff out, though. You got to you got to you got to find out what makes him tick. Uh, you know, who he is as a person. Basically, can you trust him? Um, you know, it, is is he going to wind up being a distraction of some sort to your football team? I, I don't know. I I think that I don't think he's handled some of this stuff as well as he might have. But from a talent standpoint, I still, I still think he's far and away the uh, the best talent in the draft and one of the best talents we've seen. I mean, he you have to remember, he played on a team with a hideous defense. I mean, God awful. And, you know, the best example of that is he had to beat Cal. Think about this, okay? He had to beat Cal like 50 to 49, Cal. I mean, when's the last time Cal scored 49 when Steve Barkowski quarterbacked them? You know, I suppose it was when Aaron Rodgers was there, but it's been a while. It's, Cal does not score 49 on P5 opponents. Caleb Williams had to lead USC to a comeback victory just to edge Cal like 50 to 49. Quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, 
how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 88 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. 59 years is a long time, especially when you're talking about how long a company has been in business. But that's exactly how long Joe Robertson and son have been servicing and installing roofs right here in the upstate. 59 years. That means that many of the roofs you see every day, your neighbors, the roof at your favorite restaurant, even the roofs you're driving past right now are likely a Joe Robertson and son roof. Now, you might be wondering why so many people here in the upstate have chosen Joe Robertson and son for their roofing needs for nearly six decades. And the answer is simple. They were founded on the principles of providing quality workmanship, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. When you work with them, you won't pay a single dime until the job's been completed to your satisfaction. So if you have any roofing needs, do what so many people in the upstate have done for the past 59 years. Make it a Joe Robertson and Son Roof. Call 246-0886. That's 246-0886. Or visit robertsonroofing.net. There is a problem with mattresses. The bad ones leave you sleeping in a hole way too quickly, and no one makes flippable mattresses anymore. Engineered sleep designs and manufacturers mattresses that solve common issues and sleep comfortably. Whether you prefer firm or soft, they have you covered. Go check out their industry-leading dual mattress and their flippable classic hybrids at 333 North Pleasantburg Drive, Greenville, or visit engineeredsleep.com to learn more. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semiglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. LowCountryMail.com Spring is coming, and with it, pollen season. Be ready to rid your ride of pollen by purchasing your Tiger Express Wash Anywhere Unlimited Fast Pass. Visit Tiger Express Wash online or any of their three locations for a pre-purchased monthly pass that can be used as often as you like at all Tiger Express wash sites in Clemson, Pendleton, and Easley. You can be ready in advance with a fast pass from Tiger Express Wash. More locations, same quality care. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Roar, knocking down topics like bowling pins. Straight down the middle. No hook, no spin, no fuss. 
Anything more, and this becomes figure skating. We are the Roar. Possum discussion break, you know, because I <laughs> talking I, about possums. Like I'm telling Ramona, like, like, uh, like last night I went out on my uh, on my porch, and, <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's another possum on my porch. <gasps> you know, because uh, he gets up on the porch, he he's bypassing the dogs and everything, getting on that porch. Yeah, he, they're 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 like sneaky, and, and they are sneaky, right? They and, look like criminals. You ever looked at them? In the <laughs> look face? like criminals. They, they did. look like criminals. They look like mugshots. You know, and you know, and I remember uh, I, I said, you know, I get uh, the whole rabies issue, and somebody and people wrote me and said, you know, possums can't get rabies, and I remember that, and I and and I've heard that, you know, a million times. So I I looked it up last night just out of curiosity, and it's not true. It's not true. No, they look it, like they can't. It's it. mostly true. They look like they got some kind of barrier. They look like they have. They rabies. look like they carry it. They're tough, you know. <laughs> you can you can like run them over, and it, sometimes they don't kill them. What? <laughs> yeah. What? You hear the what? bump, what? and then you look what? in your rearview mirror, and they're like, whoa, "How many whoa, whoa, possums whoa. have you run over, bro?" Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been driving a long time. I haven't <laughs> run over them before. Uh, not on wait, purpose. Wait, wait. So, how many possums do you think you've run over? I don't know. I guess in the long time I've been driving, probably a couple, maybe two. <laughs> but you know, I mean, they are. You know, they they, they are. They, they They're act, resilient. They act sort of stupid, to be honest. No, I don't like, think they are. Well, they, they they. I don't think they're stupid. They, I think they're cunning. Well, you know, they're cunning. Cunning. If yeah. They're, if they're so cunning, there wouldn't be so many of them dead on the road. No, you're you're mistaking them for like uh, what do you call those things? Armadillos. No, no, no. Possums are d- dead on the road all the no, time. They look they're always you. walking out in front of your vehicles, and you got to stop and swerve. Oh, I know. And yeah, they're slow. Yeah. And they're slow. They got right. they got an attitude. Right. They're, they're slow. They go. Oh, all right. Oh, you think that's it? They're challenging your car. <laughs> And so that's why yeah. you run them over to see if they. No, I don't run them over on purpose. Because you resent them. If I ran like them over the on purpose, I'd be. And the birds. Yeah, I don't like birds. Yeah, I know. You don't like bugs or birds. You know, but, bugs and birds. But, but possums actually can get rabies. It's just less yeah. likely. They don't really know why. It's a very low percentage of possums that get rabies. They, they think, believe it or not, it's because their mammalian <laughs> body temperature is lower than most other mammals and it doesn't really? support the rabies virus. Right. So the host is cold and they the don't want to go there. The host is cold. Right. <laughs> so that's now let's look. I passed one of them raccoons last night. One of them raccoons? Yeah, the like, raccoons. Like what are they? Like a club, a tribe? Uh, well, usually one of them raccoons. Usually they're in like a, you know, a gang. A gang. Yeah. A gang of raccoons. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Those things are, they got rabies for sure. No. They, they look cute. Don't, don't go near them. They got rabies. Well, you know, not only that, but they, eat out of your they have claws and everything else and they can be. Oh, yeah. You know, they I can. saw, um, 
I saw a, a story about a Rottweiler who uh, went after a raccoon, and the dog was blinded for life. Getting scratched in the eye? Yep. Wow. Yep. So and We know the skunk. You don't want to get around the skunk. Yeah. But, and the skunks are especially slow. The skunks are... Ah. The, the skunks... They're like, you know, they're like kudzu bugs. I get... <laughs> You know, you run Kudzu over a skunk. Bugs. You run over a skunk in the road, and it's dead already, right? Yeah. And it still smells like a skunk. Well, you kill a kudzu bug, and it's in it revenge. <laughs> it dies. You just got you, you just got some sort of thing about about bugs. I don't like bugs. Yeah. It, My mailbox is uh, <laughs> near a bunch of kudzu. You know. Texter said. Texter said, Ramona, I plowed over at least a dozen of those rats. Really? <laughs> I plowed over at least a double of them. That sounds like in- intentional. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. at the very least, he's not changing his path for them. You know, I, I changed my path for him. Yeah, you know? I don't want them all over my vehicles either. No, you know I don't. I haven't run over that many animals. Yeah. I, I don't like to run over anything. But you know, Chris says. Chris says, it happens. Chris says, how do you know they aren't playing possum? <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's, that's pretty funny. Texas said, raccoons will down dogs if they get them in the water. I'm sure that, or, or drown dogs if they get them in the water. I, I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that's true. Rac- you don't really want to mess with raccoons, I don't think. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. They got rabies. And, I, and, and honestly, uh, I've seen some vicious possums. I've seen some others that. Well, they got they're the ones with the teeth, right? Yeah, but that, like ham. But the sometimes they're like puppy dogs, and other times they're just Since they're, they're when? vicious. Well, uh, look, puppy I, dog. Yeah, look, I had one of Come I had on. one of my I had one of my porch a, a a big one that was on my I porch. You were going to say you had one for a pet? No, and uh, and I, I and it was kept showing up and you know there's a cat and i don't want the thing attacking the cat right. and whatever you know i've got carpet bagger cats um that just uh, show up and uh and and so i wanted to uh to remove it so i've got one of these you know these uh these stupid rakes with the handle that you pull the, the handle back and the front of the rake uh grasps the leaves do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> no Okay. I've just seen a regular rake. Well, in any I case, I, I, I picked it up in northern that. Tennessee rake. I picked I, the possum up in that, and I and I oh, uh, yeah, and I and I put it in a garbage can, and Uh-oh. I just uh, I, I I brought the garbage can down by the lake, and I let it go there. They and and uh, uh, my vet tells me that well, they always come back. Well, it didn't come back. Uh, oh, but, good. That was far enough. Yeah, it was far enough, and and, and there was plenty of habitat and everything else for it there. But that thing, that thing never even reacted i mean I, I i swear i could have just picked it up and petted it never it never had any reaction at all never never was angry never <laughs> never had, never was angry i would have been angry about being never picked was up. angry yeah it never yeah never showed any reaction at all but when i was younger i was sitting in my yard one time and i had one basically attack me it came running down the hill at me and and basically really? oh yeah went went right after me what maybe that, that maybe that was the one percent that had the rabies. What was that? Yeah, I mean that would. I mean, if it had rabies, it would do weird things. Didn't we have a story not too long ago where somebody got attacked by something that you wouldn't think? He was like by the lake or something, and something just went crazy on him and kept kept. Oh, um, what was it? 
was that the woman who got uh, attacked while she was uh there have been several of those i, I don't <laughs> there have been several of those what what was the what was it was a what was it? Oh, they look cute, but they're not. They're mean. <laughs> they look cute, oh, but they're not. Um, an otter. It was an otter. Remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember? That's right. It went like yeah, crazy. A rabbit otter. Yeah, that's it was right. Like attacking everybody. Yeah, attacking everybody. Near the lake yeah, or yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It was a rabbit <laughs> yeah. otter. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you don't want to really go down to a rabbit otter. No. That's you, a bad story. They look cute. Yeah. You know, a little otter. Apparently, they're mean. Remember that story that like that, that uh, um, I think actually uh, Limbo used to tell the story about how they they uh, they saved it, it was it was an otter too wasn't it they they saved the otter and uh, from the oil spill oh and, I know what yeah and, I think it was an otter yeah and they had they had a big celebration about the fact that they you know dawned <laughs> yeah. it up. They, they 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 hit it with the dawn and they cleaned it all up and you know <laughs> yeah. and uh and it had it all fresh and sparkly and they had a big big gathering to to celebrate its release and a little yeah. otter with a smiley face is doing the back paddle swim and you know and everybody's everybody's uh everybody's celebrating and you know it's it's this feel good moment and then a a, a killer whale uh zaps it right off <laughs> <laughs> and the whale probably didn't care whether it had the oil no, flavoring went, or not. Wow, what a snack. <laughs> nice and clean. Right. You want to get in 654-7627. Texas uh, said, uh, if a possum charged me, I'd crap a brick. I was shocked. I was shocked. I, I, I really was. I was like, I mean, I, and I sort of did run. I mean, I, I was like. Guess. I, I, I was mean, like, you know, if it did have rabies, you don't yeah. want to get bit by it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't blame him. Uh, Texter said uh, on uh, on uh, Caleb Williams, uh, trust him. LOL, he's a cancer dad too. Well, you know, again, these are part of the. This is part of the evaluation. Um, you know, there, look, there's a lot of smoke and lies and conjecture about quarterbacks right now. Where is Kirk Cousins going to be? You know, the, my guy Jeff Benedict says the Falcons want Cousins as their first choice, and he's got some connections with the uh, with the Falcons. At the same time, I, you know, for example, I mean, before we even figure out what's going to happen with some of these rookie quarterbacks, what's going to happen with what's going to happen with a guy like Cousins? And there's a lot of belief that the San Francisco 49ers want Cousins. And, you know, it's not hard to understand why if that's the case. You know, they didn't, they failed in the Super Bowl again. They did not produce offensively in the second half. Again, they should have run the ball more. But, uh, but there are bigger reasons than that. One of the reasons is Mike Shanahan and Kyle was working under him at the time. Mike Shanahan is the guy who actually drafted. Kirk Cousins. And there are stories that he actually liked Cousins better than better than the guy at the top of the draft. And you know, and and I and I don't know if that's true, but you know, I, I don't know what Robert Griff would say, but there's there's a lot of there's a lot a lot of belief that that's the case. And 
And so the Shanahan family loves Cousins from way back. Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins are are remain very close. There's a lot of belief that Kyle Shanahan wants Kirk Cousins to be the quarterback of the 49ers next year. Again, the Atlanta Falcons apparently are interested in that too. So I don't know. Um, Tech said Wiggins time was the uh, fastest of the DBs. Uh, I've had people say he limped off, um, and I've not seen it. So why did he limp off? Uh, was it a hammy? Did he pull up lame? Is that on the second run? Did he did he run a second time? I don't know why you would if he ran a four two nine. Quite honestly, but um, but you know I think that that uh, when you think about these quarterback situations. Uh, that's one of the first things we're going to have to determine. And where some of these uh, other veterans are going, to, are going to go. Where's Russell Wilson going? There's a lot of conjecture about him going to Philadelphia. Oh, excuse me, about him going to Pittsburgh. I, I don't, I have no use for Russell Wilson. I just, I think I have no interest in him. I don't think any team should have any interest in him. I think he's finished. And I think he's been finished. Uh, you know, listen, it's like we tell you all the time, you know, Never deal with anybody who's smarter than you. When Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks basically just want to get rid of him, that tells you all you need to know about him. You don't need any other. You don't need any other insight or inside info on him. When when Carroll, obviously Carroll's done now there, but when he was with Seattle and making that decision, and and Pete Carroll basically says, no, we don't we don't care about him anymore. We don't we don't want him. Uh, we just want to get away from him. That tells you all you need to know. Then he goes to Denver, and you see the same exact thing. He just he can't play anymore. He really hasn't been able to play for a long time. And and yet, you still have teams that are talking about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's not an answer to anything. If your team is talking about Russell Wilson, you're basically cursed. If the Pittsburgh Steelers bring in Russell Wilson, to me, that's almost laughable. Now, at least in that case, they're a veteran team with a veteran coach, but uh, you know, and the Steelers keep claiming that they believe in, in Kenny Pickett, that they still believe in Kenny Pickett. And they want to blame everything on the the prior OC. But if you believe in Kenny Pickett, then you shouldn't be thinking about adding Russell Wilson. Um, you know, I there are a lot of people like, you know, I, I heard somebody uh, earlier on national radio saying that, uh, well, you know, we've watched Kenny Pickett for two years. He only had one game throwing two touchdown passes. Well, so what? You know, we want to we want to basically say we want to judge all these young quarterbacks in a year or two. It's not the way it ever worked, and it shouldn't be the way it works. You know, look, I don't know whether Kenny Pickett can play long term or not. I had questions all along, but I, I will say this: it took him a long time collegiately to become the Kenny Pickett that became a Heisman candidate. You know, maybe it's just taking him a little longer. He does have some it factor. There are some there are some attributes. Quick break. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the roar. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need.